Today's episode is brought to you by Bruch. Bruch is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles, the Bruch redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist, a fresh whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners will get 15% off their total purchase with code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. the sip list. I'm your host Amanda and this is the podcast where we drink wine or whatever and count down our top five favorites of all the things. Tonight I am joined once again by my lovely amazing friend Amber. Hi Amber. Hi how are you? I'm good how are you? Good glad the day is over. (laughs) Same I'm glad the week's almost over. Yeah me too definitely. It won't be Thursday by the time people hear this but it's our Thursday right now and yeah Friday can't come soon enough. (laughs) Exactly. It's been a weird week and we had crazy storms last night and it just yeah Mm -hmm. I feel I feel unsettled. So yeah. I just kept thinking that like yesterday I knew it was Wednesday all day but for some reason I kept thinking that the day after was going to be Friday. So I was kind of disappointed and I don't know. Yeah, I was kind of out of it the first half of a couple of days of the week. Um, mm-hmm. I got my second COVID vaccine like late Saturday, like at five o'clock mm-hmm. Saturday. And so Sunday, I felt like just like really dizzy and just tired. Um, but I was also having some sinus issues too. And so all of that dragged into Monday. And so Monday is just like a blur to me, honestly. Like I know I went to work, but... <laughs> I don't even have those reasons and Monday and Tuesday still felt kind of like a blur. So that's okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. Just Hey, shit happens. It was. That's life. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, yeah, we got our, our first big taste of the, the spring weather last night. We had, so I feel awful because, so we had a hailstorm um, probably two weeks ago, maybe, maybe three. It was between two and three weeks. So, I mean, I've seen like three houses in our neighborhood that have already replaced their roofs. And then oh, wow. the, the one we got last night was way worse. So I just feel bad for all these people that got new roofs or fixed their cars or whatever, because they have to do it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just makes me wonder though, like how bad was their roof actually? You know what I mean? Like, was it just like, oh, we had a hellstorm. I guess I should get a new one. Um, I think it depends on. Yeah, I just feel like yeah. I would see if I could wait a little bit because it's like the start of storm season but exactly I think it depends on how old your roof is Mm -hmm. you know what's the quality of your shingles Mm -hmm. blah 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 um our roof is no more than five years old at most because we got a new roof um and luckily a few weeks ago somebody came out and they were you know hey we'll do a free estimate and they were like well you could replace it but it might not be worth your deductible so you know whatever so I think we're going to call them and have them come look. But yeah, if we don't have to, I'm at least waiting until storm season's over. Right. I, I would too. The uh, the thing that scared me the most last night, I mean, so tornado warnings, sirens, like, I mean, we're used to that. We grew up in right, Oklahoma. Yeah, so pretty common. One of my friends on Facebook who I have never met in real life, I don't know where she lives. I think somewhere up north. She was, I posted a video and she was like, why do you live somewhere that has air raid sirens? I was like, that's a tornado oh, siren. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I could see to non-tornado alley people how that might sound like a purge siren or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I met someone one time and um, they were from Texas. But the Saturday tornado warning that goes off here mm-hmm. went off here, you know, and he was just like, what? What is happening? <laughs> right. <laughs> why do you have like a purge? 
And I think about all those people that aren't from Oklahoma City that did not get woken up on Saturdays at noon with the tornado mm-hmm. alarms testing. Mm-hmm. Well, see, so I went to see my cousins one time and they lived in northwest Oklahoma and they had one go off. And I was like, oh, cool. You guys have a tornado siren too, you know? I think it was like ours goes off on Saturday. I think theirs was a different day of the week. <clears throat> They're like, what are you talking about? That's our prison siren. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's like just in case a prisoner escapes. I was like, oh. Yeah, okay. I'd rather have the tornado. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay, now that you mention it, I'm hearing, you know, World War II air raid siren. But, I mean, just growing up in Oklahoma, it's a tornado siren. Like, um, Right, yeah. And then I found out last night on our neighborhood Facebook page, so I didn't hear it, but apparently some of our sirens, um, maybe not like right near my house, but people can talk on them. Somebody was like, did anybody hear the message that was said? I I heard talking, but I couldn't hear it. And I was like, what's this now? A voice like Hunger Games style? That would scare me more than the siren in itself. So creepy. I was like, I I do not want to hear anybody talking over that, even if it's just to say all clear or whatever. No, just turn the siren off. (laughs) So I'm like, hmm. But a couple of people confirmed it's real because everybody else was like, what? And even me, I was like. Are we in the Hunger Games? <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I would not be okay yeah. with that. So no, that's all. a little creepy. But yeah, mm-hmm. we were we were pretty sure the hail it was a little bigger than golf ball size was going to break through our windows, and I'm glad it didn't. Everything's yeah, no okay. Um, so yeah, that was a long tangent about spring storms and people not people not from Oklahoma and Texas and Kansas <laughs> aren't going to care. But that's okay. We didn't really have it that bad, like right where I am. Right. Um. But. I guess, like, Shawnee area mm-hmm. did. I don't know. I try not to watch the news a lot, but oh, sometimes yeah, I get, like, alerts, you know. But, yeah. You, you know what's crazy is so many of the old um, Oklahoma weathermen are down here now, like Grant Johnston and Rick Mitchell. They're both down yes, here. So I'm I've like, seen that. Mm-hmm. I was watching Rick Mitchell last night, and I'm like, man, I missed the Gary England drinking game. <laughs> I was in Dallas uh, not too long ago, and I was at a hotel, and I think the news came on, and I was like, wait, I know this guy. Yeah, that's Rick Mitchell. I know him. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> so I was talking to Casey last night about the storms, and he was asking, you know, what was going on, and I said, there's no touchdown, so that's good, and he's like, talking about what, touchdown, like the Cowboys, and blah, 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 and I was like, do I need to teach you tornado lingo? And he was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't imagine not knowing that. Yeah. Like, okay. Touchdown means no tornado on the ground or there mm-hmm. is a tornado on the ground. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. imagine not knowing. I mean, I know although earthquakes really freak me out. I think more than yeah tornadoes, like whenever I've experienced them, because there's no warning. You're just right. like going about your life. And then, and then oh, the whole the house is shaking. Moved and there's a big um, like hill in the living room now. And Weird. Well, and, and when they first started happening in Oklahoma, I, rem- I mean, I know they had happened like here and there, but you know, what was it like 2011, 2012? It was right before we moved here. Mm-hmm. They started happening more and more. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is pretty unsettling. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. There would be like tornadoes and earthquakes in the same day. And yeah, I did, I did not enjoy that. Luckily they've calmed down. So, <laughs> and then snow two days later, like, right. Ugh. You're like, okay, well, I just constantly live in the apocalypse. That's fine. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I know. I was telling people at work, I was like, you understand, like, I have a backpack prepared. I have stuff that I get ready because you don't think about it. If you get and my friend at work, she was like, I was on my couch, basically in my bra and underwear and some slippers. And I was like, if a tornado comes, I'm going outside like this. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't think about that stuff. <laughs> you don't need to be in those clothes. <laughs> anyway. Um so what are you drinking tonight on this lovely Thursday? Um, Some cupcake. Nice. Which yeah. one? I don't even know. It's in the kitchen. I went to my bedroom. What, <laughs> what, co- what color is it? <laughs> it has a white sticker with blue. Um, they like all have swirlies that. on it. I don't. Yellow. It's yellow. Is that better? What, what color is your wine? Oh, red. <laughs> Like, if your wine's yellow, I think we have a problem. <laughs> oh, my God. You can tell. It's been a long day. It's been. <laughs> I understand. Believe yes. me. Work has just been intense. So. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I hear you. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I started my morning with a anti-COVID believe, believe anti-vaxxer, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, how many times am I obligated to ignore or change the subject before I finally just fire back? Like, dude, get the hint. I'm not going to talk to you about this. Yeah, that's, I don't even know. Like, like understand social cues. When I change the subject, that means I don't want to talk right, to you about this. Exactly. <laughs> and people don't get that. But he's also like 75 years old. So oh, I, I try yeah. to give him a pass. Um, that that yeah. happens. I remember working at the Y and all these older people would come in and say things that I was just like, well, you guys have no filter after a certain point, do you? Mm-hmm. It just, and then I start to wonder, like, did you all ever have one? I would bet so because back when they were our age or even younger, it wasn't socially acceptable right. to say a lot of things that people right. say now. It just makes I me think, wonder like what's happened. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know about you, but when I hit about 38, 39 and ever since I've been on a steady decline of having any fucks to give about what people think about me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm not rude by any means, but I will stand up for myself. And if you get mad at me or you decide you don't like me anymore, that's your loss. I'm not going right. to stress about it. Like, right. Yeah. Whereas before I was always a people pleaser. I needed everybody to love me all the time and I would never rock the boat. And I don't, I don't think I've ever really been. Yeah. I, yeah. I grew up with too many crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think. May, I don't know, maybe it's being a child of divorce or just my parents were really young and I didn't necessarily get all the attention I wanted. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I've I've always had this incessant need for people to like me and I still have it a little bit, but nowhere near as much. Now I'm just like, I also think social kind of social issues have helped with that. Like, you know, like social justice issues, for example, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I probably would have just stayed out of it. But now I'm like, no, you have to care about stuff. If I don't care about it, who's going to care about it? Right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, there's a lot of things we could go off on a whole. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the old people are either very like, and I noticed this having worked with older people, like when I worked mm-hmm. for an ophthalmologist, they're either really nice or they're really cranky mm-hmm. and they're either really safe about COVID or they're really like COVID's a hoax. So I'm just like, whatever, just wear yeah. your mask and I won't argue with you. right so especially if it's a mandate in the building I mean just go by it I mean there's places that say you know no smoking or don't bring a gun and people don't don't typically see people like waving it in your face you know people don't care once you know I mean of course we don't let people in the office if they're not wearing a mask sorry about you but and we keep our door locked for that reason but that's good so many places like, you know, all the grocery stores and everywhere has signs that say you must wear a mask. But now that Texas has lifted everything, half the people don't. And mm-hmm. the people that work there don't have the energy to fight with them about it. And I don't blame them. Yeah, I'd be tired of it by this yeah. point. We don't get that many anti-maskers, but I still, I mean, every day we have to tell somebody, you have to keep your mask on, put your mask up over your nose. This is how you're supposed to wear a mask. Don't take it off while you're here. Don't <laughs> take it off. The, like, Every day, and those aren't even anti-mask people. They're just lazy people who don't care about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't imagine being a retail worker like and having to enforce that. No, no, thank you. The only yeah, people, I, the know. only people that do is Trader Joe's. Those people at Trader Joe's are ready to give their lives for that mask rule. Oh wow! Well, that's good. <laughs> just look it up on TikTok. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's hilarious. I have not been there. I think since covid started yeah what oh trader Trader joe's Joe's, yeah yeah. i was talking to my friend about it and i was like i just haven't i haven't been to a lot of stores i feel like yeah i honestly feel like trader joe's is a little overrated they have a few things that i'm like oh i want to go to trader joe's but honestly i'm like yeah it's all right it's a little hipster for me (laughs) i'm also 42 so there you go like i mean i like a lot of it i just um I don't know. It's just not convenient, you know, because typically I'm not that smart at shopping. I don't typically set out for the whole week. And if I need something that's going to be like a a long trip. So (laughs) I just don't typically go there often unless I just happen to be there. 
Yeah. I mean, I have to, because the closest one to us is like 25 minutes away. Same mm-hmm. with like, we don't have a Whole Foods anywhere near us, but we have a central market, which is like the same thing. And it's close to Trader Joe's. Oh, so that's nice. if I make a special trip to central market, which I do occasionally, then I'll go to Trader Joe's just to check it out. But that's mm-hmm. about it. Um, they have the two buck chuck. So, but also Walmart has a $2 wine too. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> oh, they do? And it's like a two, it's like $2 and 96 cents at Walmart. Like it's called Oak Leaf. I think it's not great, but if you're looking for a, a cheap way to get drunk, that's your, <laughs> that's your go-to. <laughs> huh. I have not seen that. Speaking I feel like of- wine though is cheaper in Texas. Yeah. Well, maybe I think it depends on where you buy it. Grocery yeah. stores, it's cheaper than like liquor stores. The markup on wine is amazing. I'm sad I don't have my own vineyard. I could be rich. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of wine, before I go off on another tangent, I am also drinking a red, and it is the Yellowtail Shiraz. So, Oh, nice. I like that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do too. One of my favorites, Yellowtail, very reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. If you want to use the word cheap, I guess you could. It's under $10. So Yeah, for the big bottle too. I like yeah. it. So Shiraz is one of my favorites. Shiraz and Malbec are probably my favorites. Mm-hmm. So, and Cab. I mean, okay. I like most wine. Let's just, <laughs> we did that. I, I've had one that I didn't like. I was a white one. Not very good. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? I need to do I some no research. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess let's move on to what we're going to talk about tonight. Sounds good. We are talking about, or counting down, I guess I should say, our top five favorite Reese Witherspoon roles or characters. So we decided, because um, I know I told you I had a lot of, I had a hard time doing this and you did too, because I was trying to weigh what were my favorite characters versus what were her best performances. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't. For me, those lists didn't match up perfectly, so I decided, and I think you did too, that we are just going with our top five favorite personally. So, right. yeah, don't get mad if us mad if. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> I haven't even had one full glass of wine. <laughs> don't get mad at us if you are like, oh well, that's not a critically acclaimed role because that's not what we're doing here. No, nope. yeah, I I could do a list about that because she's a fantastic actress in my easily my top five favorite of all time she's amazing yeah I agree but these are just the ones that are our personal favorites and so that being said how many do you think we're going to have in common of our five um let's say three I was kind of thinking that as well I was going to say two to be safe but I'm optimistic about three yeah I'm optimistic about three so All right. Well, I'm going to let you start. What's your number five? Okay. I always get confused by this for some reason. So we're going, we're going back backwards from least favorite to most favorite. Countdown. Yes. (laughs) So out of of your five, which one do you like the least? (laughs) Okay. So um, I put walk the line in there because I feel like I forget she's Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Kind of like I just feel like she's someone completely different. Um, and I know it's probably like stereotypical to like that one because she won, won an Oscar, you know, an yeah. Academy Award. <laughs> but that's what I meant. Well, you had to cut that part out. She won an Oscar, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, she did, and rightfully so. so. <laughs> anyways, I just yeah, I really like that one. She's just a completely different person, I feel like. Yeah, she she killed that. I mean, I never knew that she could sing. And I know that she did some training and and whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I feel like she she really made me feel like she was June Carter. Mhm. Yeah. As much as I both love and hate the two of them because of their I love them because they're just adorable, but also the affair thing bothers me, but right. I she really made Johnny Cash a lot more likable in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they are both amazing. Yeah. Um, that one is on my list. Uh, it was not my number five, but it is on my list. So there you go. We already have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went from like, um, that's like the more serious 
Right, right. Yeah, I mean, she did she did an amazing well, it's job. Not the, it's my least favorite. It's just not in my typical Reese, you know, movies that I would on a Saturday turn on. You know, I'm not going to just, for exactly. me anyways, I'm not going to turn on and walk about line if I'm wanting to just relax. Yeah, me either. I really like it, but I kind of have to be in the mood for it. Um, oh, yeah. Just because I know. And I haven't I know... been in the mood for like years. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched it like a month ago. It was on TV, but... um. I think the the two of them, her and Joaquin Phoenix had amazing chemistry mm-hmm. and, and yeah, she just, you know, I think like what you said is important because it does go against type for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's Completely. done some other, she's done some dramatic roles like here and there prior to that. I think she's done more after, but yeah, it, it was a new, it was a new uh, thing to see her do. And yes, I liked it. Good one. Completely different for me. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so my number five is a serious one as well. And it is the character Marlena from the 2011 movie Water for Elephants. Okay. I have not seen that. Oh, girl. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to write it down. It's so good. So I read the book before I saw the movie. The book's really good. Um, so basically Water for Elephants is a, you know, it's an old depression era movie about this guy who's teenager, who's about to go to Cornell, his parents get killed and he just decides to run away with the circus. Um, Mm. He's studying to be a vet and he joins the circus. Um, So there's Christoph Waltz. He's like the leader of the circus and um, Reese Witherspoon plays Marlena, who is his wife and significantly younger than him, but he's basically just, plucked her out of nowhere and made her his show pony basically um so obviously so robert pattinson plays the the young guy jacob mm-hmm. he he comes to be the vet for the circus and comes to find out that the the conditions are really bad and that um august who is christoph waltz is a psychopath who you know is awful to his wife he's awful to the animals um and of course jacob and marlena fall in love and anyway it's, I mean, it didn't get great reviews, like as far as critical reviews, but mm-hmm. I don't think I've talked to anybody that's watched it that didn't like it. Um, okay. Yeah. So. I'll have to check it out. But her, her role in that is so like, she's just, so she, she starts like one of the quotes that she says, like when she's talking to um, Jacob about, you know, who she is, um, she says, I was born a passenger. Like I was left on someone's doorstep at three days old or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so you can tell she's lived this tragic life. And then all of a sudden, you know, she's in a random store one day and this guy discovers her and promises her the world and then comes to find out that that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Not to mention this movie didn't really use CGI. So they used real sets, real animals. She did most of her own stunts. She did a lot of like, acrobat training and like all kinds of stuff to ride this elephant so I like the commitment and I like just she's so vulnerable and ethereal and you just kind of want to hug her and protect her so yeah she's very magical in that movie I think and so that's why I like it yeah it's it's a beautiful movie watch it and report back to me I want to know I will definitely (laughs) so yeah all right um so what's your number four I'm gonna say Penelope because she doesn't have a huge role in it, but her role as Annie is pretty different as well than typical. You know, she's pretty um, cynical. <clears throat> and okay. So the name of the movie is Penelope? Um, she directed it, so that kind of also has my attention. Yeah. Okay, yep. so I haven't seen that. Oh, really? Yeah. What's it about? It's cute. James McAvoy and oh, I love him. Right, and then um, what is her name? Christina Ricci. Hmm. She has like a pig nose. Okay. And um, her family is really wealthy, and she has like this little private room that people can come and talk to her in a mirror because her family is so afraid of her face. Um that they think that no one will actually like her maybe until they get to know her talking through the mirror, the two-way mirror. So, yeah, I mean, she's embarrassed of her face. She hides it for a long time. 
It's really good. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. When did it, do you know when it came out? Mm, no, I okay. would say 2010 or nine, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I'll look it up. That that sounds interesting. I like that's, that one. That's one. So Reese just has like a small role in that one? Yeah, or? because she directed it. So gotcha. she's just, okay. like okay. a smaller part, but I like her character a lot in it. Okay. Well, so my number four was June Carter, Walk the Line. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, same things we all said. And actually, if it's okay, I'm going to replace my number four with a different one. That one still counts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to replace my number four with the other one that I had a hard time leaving off. This <laughs> one, even probably more than June Carter, is probably her most critically acclaimed role or one of them anyway. Um, And it's the movie Wild, which is based on a memoir by this woman named Cheryl Strayed. Have you seen Wild? I have not. Mm -mm. So she directed or produced this, I can't remember, or maybe both. And then she starred in it. So it's a real story about this woman who, you know, her mom dies, she gets a divorce, she starts doing drugs and kind of just being, you know, promiscuous and all this stuff and one day she just decides she has to get away she has she is not an outdoorsy person at all and she decides to go hike the pacific crest trail which i guess is like an 1100 mile (laughs) thing that's like really really hard to do and so the whole movie is her doing this hike and it's kind of narrated and you get a lot of flashbacks and it's amazing like it's she's that very amazing very raw and very um and oh what is her name oh my gosh laura dern who's in big little lies with her plays her mother and so you get a lot of flashbacks and um it's just a really good i mean it's kind of heartbreaking but it's also heartwarming because you see this woman working through all this stuff um and i feel like you know, in Hollywood, people are trying to kind of, like, I don't know, tell a story without, like, necessarily getting down into the grid mm-hmm. of it. And I, yeah. like, she does a really good job of, like, you really believe she's the one going on this journey. So. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to look at that. She, that was, she didn't win, but she was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actress for that okay wild good one yes it's sad and it and it's a little it's a little (laughs) slow if you don't like these kind of movies um Mm. i think you'll like it honestly um but Mm. you know it's just told and i don't know why you're cutting out you just cut out again oh man okay okay how am i now better can you hear me am i talking okay yes (laughs) okay I don't know what's going on. I'm barely Not either. It's weird. I'm sorry. But yeah, definitely tell me so I can fix it because that's happened before. So, all right. So number three, what do you have for number three? Um, I have Just Like Heaven. Mm, love that. And you got me to watch it. So that's great. <laughs> Did I, yeah, really? I? Yeah, you told me to watch it. Okay, good. It was just really cute. I really liked it. Um. You know, I like, I like how her, you know, you think she's not alive and she's just so willing to fight with, yeah. um, I don't know his name in the movie. Oh, I don't either. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah. You um, know, she's just wanting to fight with him. And then there's a little psychic medium guy. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That movie is super cute. And I mean, he's like, she's not, I don't think she's dead. He's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, it's a cheesy romantic comedy, but it's it so is. cute. It's really cute. But that's that's my movie. Like, that's something I would turn on on a Saturday or something and just Same. relax and watch and just be happy. <laughs> I agree. I love Mark Ruffalo. He's so just I do too. adorable and endearing. And yeah, I just want to squeeze like him. He's the sweetest guy, right? Yes. Even in movies where he's like, you know snarky or kind of a bad guy I still like like what is that uh now you see me have you Mm -hmm. seen that like I I love him in that movie but he's so snarky but I still love him (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I like him a lot I I just loved him and um 
13 going on 30. Yes. Uh That's where I was first like, oh, this guy is so great. Same. I've had a crush on him ever since. Mm -hmm. It's like an awkward crush though, too. Because I'm like, he's not really like my type, but there's something there. So yeah. Well, hey, he played the Hulk too. So, you know, there's always that. (laughs) The Hulk is definitely not my type. (laughs) No, me either. (laughs) Uh, He's very witty and smart and just cute. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I'll give you that. Just like Heaven is super cute. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, Just like Heaven is about this girl who gets in an accident and she's in a coma. And then her sister sublets her apartment to this guy, Mark Ruffalo, and he can see her. So it's weird because she's not a ghost because she's not dead. She's in a coma and she doesn't know what's happened to her. So she's like, why are you in my apartment? Who are you? It's so funny. (laughs) And he was kind of like led there too. I mean, he just walked to that one. Yeah. The lady was like, oh, it's not for rent. You know, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, let's go look. It's kind of like he felt the need to go there. Yeah, the movie definitely has a lot of where it feels like it was all meant to be. Like it was all fake. Mm-hmm. Like like how we find out that his best friend was once in a relationship with her sister. Like, Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It just all comes together like it's really meant to be. And I think they kind of realize that too, so. Yeah, cheesy, I like that. but cute. I know. Cheesy, cute romance. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm getting a little nervous about our three because that, that is not in my top five. It made my long list, but it is not in my top five. Um, <laughs> so we'll you had a long list? <laughs> yeah. Well, I write down everything I can think of, and then uh-huh. I go back and figure out my five favorite. I see. You do it like the smart way. I was just like, hey. Mm. <laughs> I, my way is way more stressful, trust me, because some pages I'm just like, of, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> yeah. Some of these lists, I have like 30 things written down and then I have to narrow it down to five. It's not, it's not good. Uh, so my number three is actually not a movie. It is her character, Madeline McKenzie from Big Little Lies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that show i've watched it so many times it just everything about it the acting and the story which i read the book too the music um nice Mm -hmm. but her character is just amazing i think she's very she's so fierce and she's like her one-liners i think are just my, my favorites like she knows that she's a shit stirrer and she doesn't care. Like <laughs> she is blunt and she is, she is there to tell you how she feels. Um, and her character has a lot of depth. Um, they gave her a little bit more in the show than in the book. Um, like she, like in the show, she has an affair in the book that doesn't happen. I think, I think they wanted to spice her up a little bit more. Oh um, yeah, probably. But, but yeah, the writing and just some of the things she says, like when she says, I love my grudges, I tend to them like pets. Like, that's just so funny. I I laughed really hard at that. And um, when, when she's talking about her ex-husband's new wife and, you know, she's just, she's kind of jealous of her, obviously. And she's like, mm-hmm. she probably gives mint flavored organic blowjobs. Like, <laughs> she's so jealous and it's so funny and and she is kind of in everybody's business but she also stands up for everybody I've seen that a few times I haven't seen the whole thing I've just seen um some episodes it's really good I mean I I I liked it I just didn't always have access to it I guess gotcha um I mean, the the whole cast is amazing. Like, you know, Nicole Kidman and mm-hmm. her and Shailene Woodley and Laura Dern. Like, it's hard to, to say that there's one show stealer. But if I had to pick one, it's probably her. Just because yeah. she's so out there. Right. So. <clears throat> I can see that. So, yeah. I love that. Love, I love, like, love that. I liked what I've seen. I think I watched it um, in Colorado when I was there one time. Just watched gotcha. like four episodes or something. And season two is amazing because Meryl Streep is on it. Oh wow. And her character and the Meryl Streep character very much don't like each other and they're both so upfront about it. So they're like their banter is really, really funny. <laughs> it's uh they're both really bitchy, but in like a, a low like a that would be funny. Meryl Streep like, and things are just kind of yeah. funny. She I 
honestly, the this is the first time I have ever hated her. She oh really? She was amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like as far as acting, oh, her, but you her, hated her because her she was... character mm-hmm. is the devil. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. But her and Reese and their backhanded compliments and blatant insults, it's really, really funny. I'll have to check that out then. Because I, I, like I said, I watched, I think, episode like one through four or something. Well, you should finish season one before you watch season two, if you can, because mm-hmm. it'll make more sense. Well, yeah, of but, course. But yeah, uh, Meryl Streep is a new addition to the second season. And it, there were... You know, a lot of times, like, you feel stuff when you watch movies or TV shows, but her character and the things that she did literally had my blood boiling. Like, like I could feel my blood pressure going up, I think. And part of it had to do be- with, I've been through a similar, it has to do with a custody battle. I don't want to give stuff away, but I've been through that. So I think it probably triggered something oh, yeah. more in me than it would just like the average person. But yeah, it, mm-hmm. man, Meryl Streep, she's a gem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, number two. What's your number two? Uh, my number two, um, and I hope everyone doesn't hate me for this, but it is Legally Blonde. So nice. Okay, who would hate you for that? I don't know because I feel like it's just one of those, you know, stereotypical kind of like, oh yeah, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> you don't really watch movies; you just watch that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she's obviously well known for it. It's you know, but Elle Woods is an icon. I mean, true. It's she, yeah. Um, so I just believe- I loved it. I just remember when it came out, and I just watch it over and over and over and over and over again. Oh, same. And just all the time. <laughs> I, can, I can quote the entire movie. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can do that because it's been a minute since I've seen it, but I do know a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, it just uh, so. Legally Blonde, Elle Woods is my number one. So we can just kind of talk about it. Um, This one (laughs) and my number two pick are, I think, the two roles that really solidified her as like, okay, this girl is here to stay. Like, she's Mm -hmm. really good at what she does. Um, I have a, so there's this, I mean, it's like a meme or a quote or whatever. I have it printed off and it's in my office, but I look at it every day and it says, Live your life like Elle Woods after Warner told her she wasn't smart enough for law school. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my mantra. Like, nobody tells me what I can and can't do. And that's, you know, you know that she's rich and spoiled and kind of ditzy, but you also know that she's She's very determined. Yeah. yeah, She's very self-aware. She's very determined. And she, at first, obviously, she thinks Warner's the love of her life, but, you know, as she goes through more, she realizes she deserves way better. And, mm-hmm. you know, she- I love that that line um, where she's like, do you remember those five hours in the hot tub or something? <laughs> yes. This is so much better and than that. Like, yeah. And she's like, this is so much better. <laughs> yes. I So a lot I of times. That a lot of times whatever I want to say, like somebody will say something, I'll be like, me, like that part mm-hmm. when she, that leaves one spot for, and she's like, me. me. Yes, I love that part. Just so many. I yeah. Know. I like. I, um, I love I, the bend and snap. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved whenever that, she's trying to set up the nail tech with the guy. <laughs> the UPS guy. Yes, that was hilarious. Um, and I love how she's able to turn pretty much every bad situation around and not like, like when she goes to get in the study group and they're all like, no, no, no. And then she kind of smarts off. And then when they invite her to the costume party, only it's not a costume party. And mm-hmm. she's like, Hey, I like your costume too. But when I dress as a frigid bitch, I try not to look so <laughs> constipated. Right. <laughs> I love it. I do too. I love a lot of that movie. Um, yeah. I could talk about that one for a oh, long yeah, time. Me too. I will say, I think my very favorite is the end when Warner tries to get her back and she takes his line from dumping her and turns it around on him. <laughs> if I'm going to be mm-hmm. a partner in a law firm by the time I'm 30, I need a boyfriend who's not such a complete bonehead. <laughs> He's like, if I want to be a senator by the time I'm 30, I have to marry a Jackie, not a Marilyn. Like, right? What? Yeah. He's a douchebag. I love that line, though, where she's talking to the older lady in the Nelson line and she's like, that's someone I don't remember who it is like 
the girl that Warner's engaged to, her oh. sister or something. Oh. And she's like, that's what I need to be. And she's like, what, oh, practically yeah. deformed? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, a law student. <laughs> and then her mom's like, you're too pretty for law school. Like, what? And that's the thing that's sad is even her own parents don't believe in her. Like, mm-hmm. her dad's like, you are Miss Hawaiian Tropic. Like, and she's just like, seriously. Yeah, um, you're Miss Hawaiian Tropic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I, I think... Elle Woods is definitely what super launched her career. She had had movies before that, but you know, I I just nobody else could have played that. I don't think like, she nailed it. Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine it being with someone else than her. All right, so my number two is the other movie. The so basically, I had the hardest time deciding between this one and Legally Blonde because I think to me they're both, like I said, epic epic performances that put her on the map but Mm -hmm. um for number two i went with her character tracy flick from the 1999 movie election oh yes i think Mm -hmm. that's really where we got i mean before that she had done like smaller roles or like kind of dramatic but this is where we really got to see how on point and like determined and witty and sharp that she could be in her Mm -hmm. acting she's so just deliciously evil yeah that one was on my metaphorical long list (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay um you know she just (laughs) she really nails that type a everything has to be perfect i think i honestly because i identified with her a little bit um but yeah, she's just amazing in it. Like for those who don't know, she kind of scared me in it. I was <laughs> like, "This person is crazy." You're just in high school. Like you're putting all this effort. I, don't I know. know. Like, wh- and I was like, like, "Could we get a sequel to Election where we see what Tracy does in her adult life?" Right? I mean, did she run for president? I mean, <laughs> I mean, they show you a little bit, like a year or two later, and she's like, "We need know, further, though. We need, yeah." Like, I need to know what happens to Tracy. Mm -hmm. I have to say, for the purpose of not rewarding bad behavior, I'm sure that she meets her demise at some point. Although, most politicians don't, so maybe she succeeded. (laughs) Maybe covered everything up. Yeah. Um, But yes, I think just her depiction. I just remember thinking that is the scariest girl. Yeah, she was a nightmare. Um, Mm -hmm. But she was just so, like precise and like just you know ferocious and like she just did a really good job of nailing this character who will stop at nothing to get what she wants yeah so. i feel like i knew people like that so yeah it's kind of there is a show on netflix called the politician have you mm-hmm. seen that Mm-mm. okay so it's very much like election it's um mm-hmm. a guy and another girl who are um running for office it has uh what's his name ben platt who i love um but yeah i'm like they straight up ripped this off from election <laughs> so yeah i'll have to look at that too it's good <clears throat> and yeah this is definitely a good dark comedy and um yeah i love reese in this because she's just freaking awesome mm-hmm. yeah it's very good acting you're right it was definitely different than what she'd done before that yeah all right. Well, what's your number one? We know mine. So what's yours? <laughs> um, it's Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah. That one's amazing. I just love that movie. I watched it today. I would watch it probably like every other day. Yeah, it's it's really good. Know, it's really odd that I feel like. So, you know, I mean, Oklahoma is not the deep south, but something about her family frying yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah the way they talk you know because um I would go spend summers with my grandma and my grandpa and um, my dad would pick me up and I'd probably be talking like them and he was like no we don't talk like that he would (laughs) correct me and so when I drink a bit or I'm really tired maybe you will hear that southern accent come out nice I like it um it stays 
pretty closed up for the most part. <laughs> okay, next time we record, we're going to do it on a weekend, and I'm going to have you get drunk so we can... <laughs> So I can hear you say, if I had known we were going to have company, I would have put the dog on. Oh, it gets pretty funny. I I had to Google that. I didn't know what it meant. (laughs) What? Put the dog on. I've never heard that phrase in my life, except for in that movie. I had to Google it. What what does it mean? I always thought it's just cooking something. No, it's like cleaning up the house. Like, I can't remember exactly what it means, but it basically means making the house look good. Because, yeah, I always thought she was like making something. (laughs) Every time I watch it, like, what does that mean? So I finally had to look it up. Just the fact that they have a chair that's broken and Mm -hmm. just, I don't know. I just feel like I can relate to them and how at the wedding they're like, she spoke her piece. (laughs) Now there's no need for name calling. (laughs) She's so calm. Like, she's so adorable. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's. A lot of my family, I mean, they live almost in Arkansas, and that's just kind of kind of how they are. But Yeah. And she does a good job of, you know, showing, like, the, the vulnerability of, you know, missing your hometown, but also the wanting to get away from it and not, mm-hmm. you know, to, like, forget your past. And, and plus, Josh Lucas and McDreamy. Oh, I could watch this movie over I and know, over just right? for that. When I was just watching it this morning and whenever she comes up to his house and he doesn't recognize her and she makes fun of him because he's dirty. I'm like, oh, no, honey, I would take him uh, <laughs> just yeah. like that. Just, I would, too. Just like, like that. Rub those dirty hands all over no, me. You don't I have to wipe it. off a thing. Nope. <laughs> In fact, why don't you take all your clothes off and I'll come run the hose over you. Shower yeah, you up. Why don't you just work on the car? Or, you know, with just with your shirt off and let's just see yeah. how messy you can get. You know what I'd really love is to just ask Reese Witherspoon one question. Who's a better kisser, Patrick Dempsey or Josh Lucas? Oh, that would be fun to ask. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I'd have to kiss them both multiple times to determine. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I definitely, so I did love, you know, spoiler alert at the end she doesn't marry Patrick Dempsey and you know she tells him and she walks away and he's just so gentlemanly about it Mm -hmm. like I mean and obviously he's probably looking forward to his future and like I can't cause a scene because I don't want this to she's like that is the future president of the United States you go after him you little bitch (laughs) there's no need for name calling (laughs) <laughs> she spoke her she piece, spoke her piece. <laughs> there's no need for name calling she spoke she, her piece she's so cute <laughs> um so i i've been meaning to get this for my house you've probably seen it too but it, the best line from the movie i've seen it as like a plaque or a sign when it says what do you want to be married to me for anyway mm-hmm. so i can kiss you anytime i want mm-hmm. oh god my heart just melts it's so sweet <laughs> It is sweet. I like how he goes or she goes and finds him, you know, yeah. in her wedding dress and it's raining. And I love um his mom too. Yes, me too. When she's handing her the pen and she's like, these things don't just happen. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and then how she, her friends, you know, have all grown up and they're so different than she is. And she's like, you have a baby in a in bar. A bar. <laughs> and she's like yeah he's still on the tit so i can take him anywhere yeah (laughs) that's just okay (laughs) all right okay that's what you do all right yeah no that that made my long list as well it's definitely one of my favorite movies it yeah it's just so good um Mm -hmm. a stellar cast you know yeah it was really good i just like the whole thing and how she pretended to you know be from the wealthy family and mm-hmm. just everything even, that happens even changed her name because it was smoother right <laughs> what an unfortunate name <laughs> i know smoother but you also at first you think she maybe she's kind of selfish but then when you find out you know that she got married and had a miscarriage and she just obviously was in so much pain she just wanted to leave that life behind and i think you know that's a relatable thing you know but also while she was gone you know um I can't remember his name, even though I just watched it, but Josh Lucas. Okay, Jake. There we go. Um, He makes a better life for himself. Yeah. And it's like. He has a nice house. He creates that business. And it's like, why didn't you go find her sooner? 
Right. But the end is definitely when they're showing like the pictures and it's the two of them in front of his store in New York with a little girl. Oh, I just, my heart just melts completely. I know. I love it. But did you see the little um, scenes that were deleted? I I know that I have, but I can't like remember right now. Where she's um, in Alabama and um, Patrick Dempsey is back home and he's with a girl or some girls in like a hot tub or something. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad they cut that out because. Yeah. Because that's the thing that makes the movie so good is that his mom is obviously a sleazy politician, but. Right. He's not like if I didn't know about that, which I'm glad right. they'd include, he loves her. He wants to be with her. He's a good person. He, you know, he's not that kind of sleazy guy. But then after I saw the, the deleted scene one time, I was like, well, I'm Ugh. glad. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why he took it so well. He's got like a bunch of women. Yeah. No, that would not have played well for his character. That's probably why they deleted he, it out. Yeah. He wouldn't have been as likable or as vulnerable. No, if, not at all. Yeah. Because you don't want him to be the bad guy. I don't, I don't really think there is a bad guy. You know, obviously right. she's probably the most bad guy in the movie, but... Mm-hmm. If they had made him a playboy, it would have made it a lot easier for her to leave right. him, and I don't think that would have been good. Yeah, because so, that that's a that's an overdone story anyway. And even though I don't want them together, you know, I Patrick like Dempsey him. and her, but I love the beginning where he takes her to Ugh, um, pick out t- a ring. Tiffany's pick yes. one. Yes. Is that not every girl's dream? (laughs) I can't even imagine. But then I would be terrible at picking one. So it's better that it's not done that way. Because Oh, shit. Not me. I would just, I wouldn't know. I would just be like, oh, there's too many choices. I'm very indecisive. It just, I'd have to be like, hey, you just have to pick one. (laughs) I'd try on every damn ring in the place. And (laughs) I would just know when I tried it on. Maybe so. I feel like I get overwhelmed just ordering food sometimes. (laughs) But hey, that could make your life a little easier then because I I also get overwhelmed with choices, but I also want to know all my options. So there you go. That's true. Okay. I'd be like, there's these five. Help me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Just pick one. Yeah. yeah, I love that movie. So, Okay, okay. Well, we only had one in common, but also except for Penelope, because I haven't seen it. I listed all the same movies as you, so that's good. Um, The one that I almost included was uh, Four Christmases. Oh, yeah, me too. Kate, because she's so Mm -hmm. funny in that. I love that movie. I do too. One of my favorites. That was a tough one to not include, because I was like, "Mm, I really like that one. Yeah. And then also fear and cruel intentions were very yes, hard for me. Yes, cruel intentions to... was another one because that's the first time that I remember seeing her. Yeah, personally. fear was the first time I ever saw her, and that came out our senior year. And um, I love the movie, but I also have a lot of funny story ties to the movie, so that also makes me like it a little bit more. But and I know before that she was in um, Man in the Moon. Which I think mm-hmm. was like her first movie. She was pretty young. But, um, yeah, I've heard of that one. I just, I don't think I've watched it or I tried to or I don't know. I have, but it's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. And also, I think because she's not like a huge character, people don't really think about this. But uh, Evelyn in American Psycho, like she plays his oh, fiance. <laughs> but also that yeah. movie is not for everybody. So that movie it. just makes me... Yeah. Not want to go in public. Yeah, it's hard to watch. Just that bathroom scene. Oh my yeah, god. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Just I had a long long time in life where <laughs> public restrooms that were very quiet. Just that's all I would think <laughs> mm-hmm. of. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. a little scary. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what can you huh. say about Reese Witherspoon? She's just, you know, honestly to me and I you know, we never really know who people are mm-hmm. outside of, but to me, she just, I feel like she's somebody I could be friends with. Like she seems really genuine mm-hmm. and nice and funny and, you know, could all be an act, but I don't think so. 
Yeah, I mean, she seems like she could be someone's, you know, friend or whatever, someone that you know down the street. But yeah. And she does a lot to, you know, showcase women and empower women. And, you know, the fact that Big Little Lies was all these women that basically, you know, they weren't the only ones, but that like produced and directed and had Mm -hmm. the most say in what happened. I thought, you know, her and Nicole Kidman and Laura Dern are all really strong that way together. I love that. Yeah, I do too. I really liked it. And that reminded me because sometimes I like to watch new things and now I have HBO Max, so. Oh, then definitely please watch Big Little Lies. I want to watch it again. I just didn't have HBO before, so I just watched it. Okay, well, now you have no excuse, so please go do it. All Um, right. No. (laughs) On my way. (laughs) So have you seen, you haven't seen all the way to the end of season one then, right? No, I think just episode four is as far as I got. So you will have to tell me if you figure out the big secret before the final episode. Okay. Um, Because I want to know it. I figured it out about the episode before. I had suspicions and then I kind of figured it out, but they do a good job of keeping it a secret until the very end. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to make a note. Ooh, I'm excited to hear what you think. The big secret? Yeah. You'll know what I'm talking about when you. Okay. I have to refresh. I'll probably just have to start over. Well, so there's two big secrets. So the main one is the one they tell you about. Somebody died and you Mm -hmm. don't know who died until the very last episode. That's not the secret I'm talking about. There's another one and I don't want to say anything because I don't want to spoil it. Mm -hmm. But just trust me, you'll know when you figure it out or when you see it. (laughs) You'll know when you know. You'll know when you know. That's what I was going to say. And then I was like, well, duh. (laughs) It makes sense right now. You'll know when you know. Know when you know, and when you know, you can tell me that you know. Okay, and then I'll know that you know. (laughs) Then we can tell everyone, (laughs) and then we can both know. (laughs) They don't know that we know. They know we know. What's that on? Friends. Okay, I was like, I just watched that. (laughs) I also said that in my last episode with Casey when I was a little tipsy. I don't know if you listened to it yet, but um. Yeah, apologies to everyone. Not that I think it was bad. Having listened to it back fully sober, I didn't think it was bad. But I could also <laughs> definitely tell I was a little drunk. Mm-hmm. But I think it made it more fun, honestly. That was me on the clue line. I drank the whole bottle. And I was like, what <laughs> am I even saying at this point? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty entertaining. Not going to lie. I uh, I know. I didn't. I just drank like on a glass tonight. I was kind of like sipping on it. No. Oh, you were great on the clue episode. Don't worry. But, oh, I, I could fill the alcohol. Yeah, if you, if you if you listen to it, you'll you'll hear me slowly Please, decline into drunkenness. Check that out too. <laughs> I've been trying to catch up on them. Yeah, it's okay. It's a lot to listen to. Well, right. so I guess I'll be talking to you in a day or two for your yeah, new podcast Saturday. I think whatever time works for you. Anytime after four works for me. Okay. Yeah, I'll be around, and uh, I'm excited. We need to and... pick. I, don't, I can't decide, like, because I want to do one that's a little bit more like what we were saying, like the movies. Yeah. With the topic, I think, is what I want I like do. that. Yeah. Okay, we, cool. We won't spoil it. But, no. Um, <laughs> There's going to be movies and topics. <laughs> Amber has a podcast coming out, and I we're going to record it, and it's called The HodgePodge. So y'all will have to stay tuned for that. And, yeah, no spoilers, but. We have a topic and it should be really interesting and relevant. And yeah, I'm excited. Me um, too. Although you said you had five movies already and I have had a hard time coming up with five. So I think I'm going to have to, I have it's three. It's okay if you don't, I well, mean, I don't really care. You don't have to I just five. have to research a little. Cause I, like I said, I had <clears throat> two immediately that popped into my head and then I thought mm-hmm. of one more. So yeah, I'll just, I'll and, just have to do a, a no, Google search. And even if you don't, I mean, cause there's going to be so much you know, discussion, but I think it's okay. I just thought a way to tie in like something kind of fun into something serious. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes movie portrayals of tough subjects are a good way to enlighten people and get Mm -hmm. people to see things. So, okay. So that's, so that's your only clue people. It's going to be a a somewhat tough subject, but we're still going to approach it with some humor and some fun. And I'm still going to drink while yes. we talk about it so oh, yeah <laughs> I I definitely will be I don't know about you 
Yes. I don't know what I'll be drinking yet, but I will be drinking something. Okay. So. Thank you so much for coming on. This was Thank fun. Thank you. Yes. I always like this. It's a lot of fun. It is. I know. It's I'm funny like... though, because I feel like we had more to talk about on just one movie clue. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, we probably could have gone into talking about a lot more stuff too, but you know. It's like, uh, how yeah. much do people want to listen to us talk? I mean, we could do a whole episode on Legally Blonde. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We Just could, definitely. So good. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I will talk to you this weekend. So it thank, sounds great. Thank you for being here, everybody. Thank you for listening. And happy Thursday or whatever day it will be when you're listening. And uh, have a good night. Yes, you too. And when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye.